Welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast, a space dedicated to inspiring and empowering women in their personal and entrepreneurial journeys. I'm your host, Karen Taylor, a holistic life and mindset coach here on a mission to help you magnetize your manifestations and generate soulful success as an ambitious woman. This podcast is your go-to resource providing you with insightful conversations and actionable strategies that will unlock your potential, ignite your passion, empower you to fully embrace yourself and expand your mindset to new heights. Prepare to be motivated, inspired and empowered as we dive deep into the mindset, energetics and strategies needed to create your version of success. So, Let's get right into it. Welcome back to another episode, you guys. I am so excited to have this particular guest on. I say this with all of my guests, but I truly do mean it. I would not bring anyone onto this podcast here that I did not think was going to give you so much value and have such insightful conversations. So this week's guest, she is a transformational coach. She's NLP certified. She is also a psychic. She is very in touch and in tune with the spirituality, um, with all of those more woo-woo side of things when it comes to life and business. But she is so well-knowledged in those areas She is a mindset coach as well too and really helps support a lot of women in building their dream lives, reconnecting to that spirituality, stepping into their power as a leader, as a business owner. She is really a jack of all trades when it comes to spirituality, mindset and business, which is why I was so excited to have her on here to share everything with you. So let me introduce to you this week's guest, Claudia Compton. Welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast, Claudia. How are you? Hey, babe. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? <laughs> great. I'm so excited to have you on here um, and just to really uh, share your journey, share your wisdom with everyone that is listening. I would love for you just to start off by sharing a little, back, a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then we'll just like start off with your journey. Like what kind of got you to this space and who do you help? Perfect. Amazing. Thank you. And thank you so much. I'm really excited about this. Super awesome. So thank you. I, um, my name is Claudia Compton. So I'm originally from New South Wales. I've moved to Queensland and currently I'm in business where I help people in business connect with their spirituality. And I also do a little bit of mindset and some in-person events and I have a podcast as well. So a little bit of everything, which I absolutely love. It gives me choice and variety, which I really, really froth on. And that's pretty much it in a nutshell. I love to help business owners, people that are wanting to be in business or just the everyday person that wants to be the generational breaker. I feel like there's always someone that resonates with that kind of black sheep. And I love helping the quote unquote black sheep of the family feel heard, seen and connected with people around them because it's not actually as solo as you think life feels if you're a black sheep. (laughs) Beautiful. I love that. And tell me, like, what got you started in this coaching space? Like, what would that journey look like for you leading up to, yeah, stepping into this and starting your business? 
Yeah, thank you. A big question, big girl question. <laughs> that is a that's a really great question, and it started from so I was very much into the substance abuse, drugs and alcohol. I was very dependent on both substances for a long, long time, and I was like a closeted alcoholic and drug abuser. Um, so no one really knew. So I would go home, finish work. Um, at that time, I was doing like 80-hour weeks as a youth worker and um, disability carer. So they were very, very big weeks. And I realized I was just like bypassing all the emotions because it was quite a hefty emotional job. And then I would just come home, like literally before I'd go to the bathroom, babe, I would go to the alcohol cupboard that I had in my house and I lived alone. So no one really knew how bad I was. And I would like skull a bottle of red wine and then I'd go to the bathroom. Do you know how like you run home and you need to go to the bathroom? Yeah. And you're like, I need to go to the bathroom. I would literally drink alcohol before I would do that. Like the second I got in the door, I was like, I need to fucking drink. So I started to realize like, whoa, those patterns really got out of hand. And I was like, binge drinking, massive drugs for like probably every night if not like five six times a week um and yeah like I would just constantly band it out I was known as like the party friend so then that like unconsciously had a vice on my identity and I was like I need to get out of this fucking town like I love Newcastle and I had an identity of um of that version of myself and that's all my friends were surrounded anyways so I got to a point where I was like so high on drugs and I was just staring at the ceiling and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, there's no way I can keep living like this. And, you know, I went to uni for two years. I figured out that wasn't for me um, because I didn't want to work for anyone. And that was the thing that I had. I'm like, there is no way we, you know, and at that time I wasn't into spirituality, but I was like, there's no fucking way that we're in this earth on a floating rock that I'm going to work for someone else like I could die tomorrow like there's no fucking way so even though I had that in my mind I still didn't know the steps to get there um and then I was on like antidepressants um I was very depressed and super anxious like couldn't go out in public I was like a shell of a human and I had some really transformative relationships around that time that allowed me to learn more about myself so they were quite um contrastive and for myself I was quite a toxic person in relationship um and then, yeah, that started to like land me in a psych's office. And I was like, how the fuck did I get into psychology? Because like, how the fuck did I, how am I here pretty much? Like I haven't had any big trauma. And I was like, I was taught that you had to have huge trauma, huge trauma to go into a psychology's office. And I had this like shame and guilt, like, oh, you're just a sook, Claudia, like get over it, like, there's other people worse out than you because I was working in youth care. So there were other kids worse than me. I was like, fuck, like what is going on? Like, why do I hate myself? Why do I want to, you know, not be on this earth anymore? And then that slowly started to allow me to learn more about who I was and allow me to start my self-development journey. So in a psychology's office, I was like, okay, this is not working anymore. And one day I was at the beach and everyone started talking about this power of now book. Power of now, power of now. And I was like, what is this book? Anyways, shit you not, I sat at the beach one day and this guy, there was two seats next to me and someone else was sitting there and they left. And I was like, oh, you can sit next to me. The first thing he put down was the book. And I was like, oh my God. Like I wasn't into spirituality signs or anything like that at the time, but I was like, 
someone's playing a joke on me. Like there is something going on. And, and anyways, I met my first NLP mentor through that person. So I really thank beautiful Nick for introducing me to Jill. And I wasn't into like spirituality or business or anything like that. Like I had little glimmers. Um, but yeah, she ended up doing like uh, working retreats with Dr. Joe Dispenza. I didn't even know who that was at the time. I was like, and she lived in Newcastle. I was like, fuck, she's really cool. And then after that six months together, I was like, wow, fucking changed my life. Like I was sober. I was still doing drugs sometimes, but I wasn't addicted to drugs. It was more just like breaking the habits and being okay by myself, like going into nature, really reconnecting with my inner child, doing all those things that filled me up. And I thought, fuck, if I, I know how many people are out there that are suffering through people I've met through partying, substance, work, like all the things, I can help them. So that's pretty much how I got into it. I did an NLP course in Sydney and then I moved to New, uh, moved to Queensland and I did a hypno course and then done another two NLP courses. And then I found my current mentor, Natalie Patterson, which is where like all my psychic stuff come on and like manifestations, all the fun shit. So yeah, that's where pretty much I am now, which is so crazy. It's been a fucking amazing journey hey <laughs> yeah absolutely wow I just yeah that is such a surreal journey and so funny how like even and I know some of my journey too how we're not like aware of these things but when we're like seeing signs or being pulled and guided towards stuff and we don't understand what it is but we just kind of follow it anyway but now in hindsight we're like whoa okay I see it now I see where I was being pulled and guided and signed. And then, yeah, it's just so, so magical when you can look back and go like, wow, I was actually supposed to go through all of that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you universe for pulling me out. Because honestly, I was unsure how I would actually get out unless it was like a big truck, like the feather, the brick or the truck. Like I had five semi trailers behind me, like, come on, Claudia, move, move, move. And I was like, Oh, I should probably read this book, like thinking I was completely oblivious at the time. And it was like, come on, queen, look at the shit around you. So yeah, babe, I fully feel that. Hey. And I'm curious to know, like when you hired like your first mentor in that first six months of you really breaking those old habits and, you know, I'm curious to know, like, what did that six month journey with that mental look like? Like what was the big pivotal moments for you to really snap out of that old version of you to then step into this new version who wanted to coach and help people? Amazing. Yeah. It was seeing how she lived her life. Mm. And like, there was this tiny little like, Oh, like if Jill can do that, other, I can do that. Like other people are living this life. Like why did I choose this one? So even at that time, even though I was like in this victim mentality and like eh, life happens for me, like fuck the world sort of vibe. I was like, shit, if other people are living happy, not addicted to drugs, living their best life, have their own business. Like it was actually just a mindset of like, well, if they can, I can. Like I didn't know how I was going to do it, what that was going to look like. But I just had that glimmer of just like that tiny thread of faith and hope that like if she's done it, there's something in it for me because how do I know that's like how how can someone live that and I can't pretty much it's like well she's proof I can do it so even back then I was like Ooh. and I've always loved like the kind of like personal development like Eric Thomas and like um all those kind of people and like Les Brown so I had a bit of it a mindset around it and I was a competitive gymnast for like 10 years so I had a bit of grunt in me 
like to be like mm, there must be more like I know if I put hard work in I'll get what I get what I want out of it um but I didn't know like this was accessible to me mm, beautiful and I'm curious like now working with Nat your new mentor and you're saying all these like psychic things are kind of coming up for you like I'm really curious more so because I don't know too much about it and I'd really love to um for you to share and pick your brain around it but What's kind of like clicked for you recently where you are having more of these psychic abilities and being able to feel yeah more open and aware to these sort of, um, yeah, these sort of energies and powers that have clicked in for you? Yeah, I love the word powers. It's my favourite. <laughs> powers. Everyone's got powers. It's just it's up to you if you want to tap into it. So the reason why it's actually quite funny how I got into it is because I went through a breakup last year in November and I was doing some of Nat stuff, um, like her mask class in a small week, uh, small four week for a container. And at that time I was like, cool, like I've got this business. I have this desire to travel. I wanted to go to Bali, which I did for a few months at the beginning of this year. And I was like, what's a project I can do? How about I become my own project? So I was like, cool. If I become my own project, I wonder what's like available for me. And I never thought being a psychic or channeler or doing light language, I didn't even know what light language was, by the way, back then. And I was like, shit. And it's only like this time last year. So we will. Nat said, if I go vegan, I will become psychic. And that sounds really cool. I'll just meditate heaps. I'll raise my vibration and I'll just see what comes of it. And it's interesting because there has been little intuitive hits along the way. And I don't like cooking, Karen, it's so funny. I hate cooking. So I'm like, cool, if I can, if I can allow myself to learn a new like cuisine, then that would be super awesome. I'm like, I seen it as like a little project. I'm like, cool. Well, if vegan makes me go psychic, I'll just do fucking veganism and I'll just go from there. <laughs> That's how it sort of started. I was really open to it. I definitely put in the reps for it though. So like I was consistent in meditation and it was something that I desired because it was like a fun, cool little experience that I wanted to have. And now like looking back, I'm like, holy dooly. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Claudia, for doing that. So yeah, I feel like everyone's experience in this like spiritual realm is different. And it's up to what they desire to put into it with what they'll get out of it. It's like the gym, right? The more you put in, the more you'll get out. And how coachable are you in a nutshell? Like I'm very coachable and I'm very good at modeling. So if I desire something, I just know in my brain, it's like, cool, I'll just like model what she's doing and then I'll do it myself and I'll get those results, if not better on my version of. And it's something that I really love helping people to do is like tap into what their gifts are, tap into their innate abilities of like remembering within self. Um, and that's why I call my podcast Return and Rem Remember because I feel like it's rather than a, a relearning, it's not a not a finding, not an external to self. It's a remembering of what you were before here. So that's what I'm really passionate about. And then, yeah, just become super psychic and it's been really fun ever since and I don't see daddies like, you know, I don't see people walking along the streets or anything like that. Not yet. I'm working on it. Um, 
But yeah, it's just super fun because some of the stuff that I've been able to attract, the people, the kind of clients, the everything, the conversations, the opportunities is because I've had that connection strengthened over time. So it's like, for me, I look at it like, cool, they're just helping me. Like I'm the actor, they're, they're the directors telling me where to go. And I know I also have the authority to direct myself because I create my reality. And though, it's nice to have someone on a bird's eye view that I can't see because there's so much that we can't see in this world. So I'm like, well, why do I have to do it all? I've got these beautiful babies up here helping me the whole long, the whole time. Did that answer your question? Yeah, 100%, 100%. I think that's, yeah, it's definitely something I'm wanting to personally like dip my toes more into and like connect more to. And I'm curious, like when you, something you do help your clients sometimes with like connecting to more of themselves internally and, you know, what is, it's going to be very personalized for everyone, I understand, but what are some like basic frameworks or steps that you can really take to start to be more connected um, to that inner self? Love that. I would say meditation, nature, clean water, good food, high vibes around people. Like it's pretty much the same thing what Natalie helped me learn or remember is like coming back to your core self and what that means to you. So decluttering all this stuff. So with NLP and with mindset work, I see everyone like a container. So the more you remove past emotions, thoughts, feelings, behaviors, you start to really like wipe the slate clean, go deep into the unconscious and really start to pick out the weeds. That's where I feel the most transformation of connection to self comes from because then your container is clear and not clogged. So I've done a lot of like unconscious mind work. So I found it a lot easier to channel and to know where I'm where I'm coming from. So that's what I would say. We do like a lot of unconscious mind work. So I still love to use the framework of NLP. Um, and we do some like journeys in session. Like the other day, Karen and I literally took a girl out to the cosmos. It was fucking crazy. And I was like, whoa, this is work. Like this is bonkers that literally I've attracted people that want to learn about this stuff. It's so fun. And so I'd say like, depending on how open the person is, depends how deep I would go. Although the people that come to me and I feel like the people that are drawn to this episode, I would say meditate, clean water, stop talking about, stop talking shit about yourself and others, just lowers your vibration. Like become hyper aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Become curious if that's serving your highest timeline or high purpose and things like that and start talking out loud to them. Like you don't even have to address them. Like I've got my spirit guide, Jake. I love him so much. I talk about him all the time on my social media. And the reason why I do that is because I want this to be normalized. I want it to be normalized and I want people to feel, you know, you know, when you're crying on the ground, right? And you're like, fucking universe, give me something. Give me something, right? I love doing that when I'm not needing their help. I love just being like, cool, what do I need to know today? Or how, how can I help this person? Or blah, 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 fill in the blanks. Like, what do I want to eat? And yes, I ask myself. And though it's fun to do it with the other guys in the back because I feel like that's why we're here. So we do meditations in pro, um, in in session around process. So you connect with them, you meet them. And then honestly, the people that I just attract are like already psychic because we're all already psychic. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. I love that. Um, I'm curious, like you were saying about how 
essentially just like the levels of vibration, like having good thoughts about yourself and good thoughts about other people, the eating well, the clean water, the connection, being outside, like that heightening your vibration. And then obviously the lower vibrations are that like guilt and shame, complaining, anger, fear. Um, I'm curious, like when it comes to just like energies and these vibrations in general, like how do you, what, what are your thoughts around like energetics when it comes to business in particular? Um, so I know there's a lot of female entrepreneurs that are in my audience and are listening, and I'd love to know like your take on how you look at energies and energetics in business. If you are listening to this podcast, chances are you're an ambitious woman who craves expansion. Are you looking for a supportive community that inspires growth and empowers you? then you're in the right space. Join my Holistic Mindset Podcast Facebook community specifically designed for women just like you. In this community, you can connect with like-minded women going through their own self-development and entrepreneurial journey. You also have access to my free masterclass resources and other self-development content that cannot be found anywhere else. This is your chance to surround yourself with motivation and inspiration while building genuine connections that can up-level your mindset and life. Follow the link in the show notes below to join this abundant Facebook community and start expanding your mindset today. Cool. So the two things that are coming up are comparison. No, three things. Comparison, complaining, and fear. I feel like those were the biggest vices that I had when I first started. It's like fear of, oh shit, like what if people judge me or I'm super scared to put myself out there on social media. And also then on the other side, what if it works? Reaffirming your reality to then get more of what you currently have. And then comparison for me is just a desire that's, I guess, misdirected in the way of what you want. So rather than using comparison as like a fuel and a driver to be like, fuck yeah, that queen is amazing. Like she's so good at that. I feel like I desire that too. Let's let's use that proximity to get closer and to learn more about her and to connect on that rather than like shying away from it because like, oh, she's triggering me, mm. right? So I feel like those three things help me like switching my mindset on those three things really helped me. So fear is just something that you're able to learn through and go through the courage of to come out the other side. So if you ever feel fear, recognize that there's a future version of yourself that's already accessed what you want on the other side of courage. So literally just tap into courage to then pull that timeline forward. This landing. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. So Calling, calling yourself forward and going through fear will help you just catapult your business. Like I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to shy away from big moves in my business because I'm like, oh, the unknown. So regulating your central nervous system is super important. I wish I knew that earlier on my uh, energetic spirituality awakening vibes, whatever you want to call it, because I was like fucking burnt out and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> What the fuck? So I would say central nervous system work would be key as well uh, when you're first starting out in business, like breath work, meditation, and just becoming curious of like, like I said, why you do things and 
having people around you that actually believe in you. So make some more entrepreneur friends like early on in your business because they will start actually normalizing the the, the ebbs and flows in your business because what it is, the way I see it as like, you know, uh, business is like a, a vehicle, right? It'll get you to where you want to go. And though you have to go in the car, actually start it up and drive to move forward. So you have to get in the actual game to move forward. So allowing yourself to feel normalized around people that are already doing it, it actually makes the drive a lot easier. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and it's a journey, babe. Fuck. It's like up, down, up, down, up, down. It's like death, rebirth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth, like every day. So it's like, cool, just becoming like adaptable. And rather than complaining, I literally had a sticker on my wall, which is from one of my friends. Um, She said, what am I going to do about it? So complain, get it out. And then like, what are you going to do about it? Like get yourself back in to alignment to go, okay, cool. This business is a part of something bigger than myself. I have a duty for people and I need to take myself out of it. It's like when you're nervous to offer whatever you're offering, I literally imagine myself like as my ego, whatever. I close down my eyes like, oh yeah, I can feel the sensations in my body. That's something I love to do as well. Like feel the sensations rather than labeling the emotions. It's something super cool. Close down my eyes and I go, all right, I'm taking myself out of it. And I literally just step to the side and allow myself to move forward if the fear feels too activating. Because at the end of the day, we show up for other people and that allows us to then show up for ourselves because we're giving what we love out to the world. So taking yourself out of it is a really big key that I have learned. It's not about us really Mm. at all. It's about the transformation we get to help people with. Yeah, that's so beautifully explained. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, I'm curious to dive in when you were saying earlier about how you like went through a period of experiencing burnout. What did that look like for you? And what did you do specifically to help you kind of transition and get out of that? Okay. One, invest into a mentor that has experienced something similar so that I don't feel alone about it because I was like, why am I not liking my business anymore? Why am I feeling like it's a slog? Why do I feel like working for someone else would be easier? Because there was so much on my plate. Something that I'm learning right now in my business is outsourcing. So I am now outsourcing a lot of things, which allowed me to have a lot more time together. I'm really great at hustling, Karen. Like I'm so great at hustling. And though, yeah, <laughs> I could ride 24 hours a day and it actually pulled me back into the old patterns that I had when I was doing a lot of drugs and alcohol. And I was like, shit, like, why do I want to do drugs? I'm like, I've been sober for like months and months and months. Why do I want to binge and go party? And I'm like, right. Cause I associated hustle with addiction. So I'm wondering if the person whoever's listening right now, what is the association that you have with hustle and how can you allow yourself to flip that on its head before burnout comes. So burnout, again, it, it shows in different ways. Like I stopped taking care of myself. I stopped going to the gym. My mindset was like a smoshed little sponge everywhere. It was not, you know, intact, sharp, clear. And I love seeing burnout as like a way that we can just adjust the sales rather than being like, put the whole thing on hold. For me, burnout actually allowed me to realize, wait, okay, I actually have a choice one, how I feel about this and to what I do about it. So what I actually did is just like, cool. So 
what I've done in the past has got me to here. How can I readjust the sails and go in a better, more calm direction that feels good for my soul rather than the shoulds of what I think I'm shooting, I'm what I'm shooting for myself to do in my business when I don't need to shoot. Mm, yeah, no, that makes sense. Because as I was saying to you um, off air before is, yeah, I think a lot of, a, a small part of my journey was like, oh, I should be doing this. I need to be doing this. And then there'd even be times where I would like wake up and like had like this like slight sense of anxiety for my day. And I'm like, Karen, you literally now have your own business that you love. You get to work from home. You're serving clients. Like this is supposed to be fun. Why? Like, and I'm like, why am I waking up with anxiety? And that was kind of like a bit of the the feather, I guess, for me of like, you shouldn't be feeling like this. This is how I used to feel waking up, going to my nursing shifts. And I'm like, oh, okay this is a sign and I need to do something about it. So yeah, it's good to, for anyone that is listening to really recognize those small little signs and not just like brush it off and ignore it and be like, oh no, it's all good. People have it worse than me or it's not that bad. Really just like listening to your body is so, so important. Yeah, definitely. And it's like just recognizing where those little feathers are and something that helped me because I'm like default mass, 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 like super mask and I love it. And I actually spoke to my mentor yesterday about it. I'm like, Natalie, my feminine doesn't want to go back to work. <laughs> like, I want to fucking lay on a rock and do nothing all day. And she's like, cool, you need to get a mask hat and run your business with your mask hat and then allow your feminine to play through the drips and drabs of your, your days because, you know, burnout can become normalized to the mind, to the body, um, to the lifestyle. So recognizing like, okay, cool. Yeah. You might not have three, four hours to lay on the beach, but can you lay on the beach for, for 15 minutes? 15 minutes. It's actually not as big as you thought. Cause I remember in the past I'd keep doing, 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 cause I didn't know how to slow down. I want you to love yourself that you're so dedicated. So flipping it on its head rather than shaming, guilting, and go, wow, fuck yeah, I'm a really dedicated hard worker. Cool. I wonder what it looked like for me if I just flipped it on the other side and allowed myself to feel safe to slow down and then ravel from there. And it's honestly finding things that make you feel good. Like you deserve to be like a big luscious plum rather than a small sucked sultana with life. There's so much more available <laughs> trust. Oh my gosh, I love that. And yeah, I absolutely love like learning and integrating a lot of those, uh, like the feminine masculine energies. And it's something that I really do love to teach because it's, yeah, I recognized throughout my self-development journey that I was just, yeah, full masculine and I was just so dysregulated, but it was so normal in my body that it then felt strange to actually feel regulated and to rest. And that journey of going through that myself is now like what I help with my clients with and other women who are just trying to drive themselves into the ground to achieve something to make them feel something and just realizing that you can just have that now while you're on the journey to grow. Um, yeah. Do you cycle sync? No, see, that's one thing I want to work on because mine's extremely irregular, extremely. Yeah. Sweet. We can talk about that off her girl. We can talk about your sacral. We can go there. Yeah. Um, but for anyone that is default mask, something that really helped me is learning more about my cycle and what that actually does for me. Because I know if I if there's something in my awareness that I can do to help me, I'll do it. So I'm like, okay, cool. 
I've gotten to burnout. Boom. Yeah. Fuck. I'm tired. You know, I need to sleep three times a day to get through the day and I'm jacked up on caffeine. So how can I help myself feel more revitalized and energized? And then this come my awareness, cycle syncing, cycle syncing. I went, what the fuck is cycle syncing? So I knew, and this is how like you get to know yourself on a deep level. You get to know like reverse psychology on yourself. Like I reverse psychology myself all the time and it fucking works. So I know in my brain, when I first started cycle syncing, which is for those that don't know, we have four different um, like seasons in our cycle of for a period for anyone that menstruates um, and look into it more. Again, I'm obviously not a doctor, so please resource yourself as much as possible. There's heaps of podcasts about it. And there's things you can eat. There's exercise that can support you the best. There's different things that you can do in your business that will support you in the cycles as well. And I'm actually going to, this is a great idea. I'm going to do something about this today. Thank you, Karen, for this conversation. I appreciate it. <laughs> and so something that I learned is like when you are in your bleed, this is the time for like rest, renewal, no hustle. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool. And we call that the winter. And then out of your bleed is the spring and then out of the that and we ovulate summer and then you go to premenstrual which is um your autumn so think of that in your hormonal cycles that's like the peaks and tops and that will really help you get a gauge of how much you quote unquote should work or want to work in those times of your cycle and you can schedule things around to support your body to then uh to then release the desire for burnout in your hormones and your body and so i know Karen, i go okay my bleed is from here to here I'm going to block fucking time off. I'm going to let my femme flow. I'm going to let myself relax. And that helps my masculine go, okay, cool. If I rest now, I can do more masculine things later. Mm. So I revert, like I trick myself. I'm like, cool. If I rest for like three to four days of the whole month, the whole month, I have the hormones, I have the energy, I have the clarity, I have the mindset, I have the body ready to support me in moving that cycle forward. So if that helped anyone, let me know because I'd love to talk more about it. And yeah, yeah. I definitely have seen a lot of um, talk around this and especially as like a female entrepreneur and working around your cycle. And yeah, I've seen so much. It's definitely on my horizon to, yeah, seek some support to help me get more regulated so I can work like that too. But yeah, it's crazy. Like I only learned like a couple of months ago that men run off like a 24-hour cycle and that's why they're able to do so fucking much and have so much energy because I used to always like back a, before my journey like compare myself to my partner I'm like how can he do so much and be so okay and I can't yeah I, yeah it was so yeah. awesome just like learning like those basic biologies of why we're so different and why we can't always be working as hard as the man can and you yeah. know like it picks so shameful and it being okay with it yeah, it's like if you think about it, the the great analogy that the great analogy I have for women and like oh people that menstruate and have fluctuation in hormones in that rhythm is men are on a circadian rhythm, which is like a sun, which is rise sets, rise sets, rise sets, and then for a woman we're on an infradian rhythm, or anyone that menstruates is on an infradian rhythm, and what that does it's like the the cycle of the moon, so there's like the waxing, the warning, the full, and you know da 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 down the end. Um, and the new moon or whatever. So it depends on like where, so it's a, it's a moon cycle rather than being like up, down, up, down. And since we're in like a circadian rhythm society where it's like dependent on us being quiet all the time, Monday to Friday, it actually doesn't support in my belief system. It doesn't support 
a woman's or someone that menstruates cycle changes mm. or fluctuations in hormones girl and but we can do so much we get to fluctuate through all these different emotions and the, and the feminine energy that flows through flows through us in my belief is like so fucking powerful because i was the same i was like why can't i do this so much mm. so, fully fully feel you there fully mm. oh that's so interesting yeah it's reminding me now i should really look into yeah getting that um, sorted sooner rather than later so i can really fully kind of tap into that yeah that flow properly yeah. um, Energy. Um, message me about it. Message me. I love. I love talking about this stuff. Oh, beautiful, amazing. <laughs> um, one last question to kind of finish things off. What is your advice around someone who is very, very masculine driven and they're trying to run a business and it's feeling really hard and they're feeling that burnout coming on, but they don't want to rest because they're like, I need the money. I need to build my business. I have a lot of pressure on my shoulders. Like, what's your one piece of advice to them just to really help them move through that phase? Girl, you are so psychic because I literally was thinking about it driving back from the gym this morning. I was like, oh, I feel like we're going to talk about masculine energy and business. Like, that's a great thing. I'll do some content on it. So thank you for picking up telepathically. I feel like it definitely is going to resonate. Great question. So one, stop shaming and guilting yourself that you have in the past default to masculine because I was like, oh, I should not be so masculine but i love doing things i get my energy from doing things i'm a generator in human design and i'm like i get my energy from doing this shit i fucking love it and i want you to start thinking about what is your own unique definition of feminine energy for you because i was trying to do someone else's version of feminine someone else's version of feminine i love i love time i love being productive i love all these things and I'm like, I, I want to lay on a rock, but I want to know what time it is because I want to be able to go do other stuff. So really defining what your own version of feminine is for you will help you then feel safe to step into your mass. Something that I also love to do is like schedule time in my week, like in business owners, I know you're most likely, and I would like to think you are organized with your time, block out time before any fucking else in your week for yourself. Mm. Go do what you love. I love fairy days. Fairy days for me, I like going out in nature and I frolic. And I don't need to do anything else besides frolic for those few hours. And I fucking love it. But it might be like painting or drawing or going out with friends or like find what it is for you that you really love to do and make that a strong enough driver for you to get through the week in your masculine essence to then tap into your feminine and release the guilt of, oh, I should be doing something else. Because the thing that we get to switch in the programs of our mind in business and being an entrepreneur is actually putting into ourselves is just as important as what we put out of ourselves. It needs to be this even flow. It's like finding that, finding that flow, finding that balance and like calling the feminine in to feel safe to do, to, to be in that and having the masculine there. So something that I love to do, do you want to try it right now? Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. What are we yeah. trying? So, yeah, if anyone's driving, obviously don't all drive. Why are you driving? Because you've got to have your eyes closed. But <laughs> closing down your eyes, take a deep breath in. And I want you to feel the masculine energy coming through on your right. And I want you to feel the sturdiness and the safety and the stability and the foundational aspect of this masculine, that, that version of you and energy, right? When you feel it in your whole body from head to toe, great. And then take a deep breath in. 
And then on your exhale, I want you to allow him to step behind you, just buffering behind your body. So he's like holding you there. All right. And I want you to take another deep breath in from your left. Allow your masculine energy to come through on your left and going all over your body. Wow, I just got chills. This is great. And what I want you to do is just allow your masculine to hold your feminine to feel safe to come out. I want you to feel like what sensations are active in your body. What's your mind going to? Maybe there's emotions coming up, which is also perfect. And I want you to feel and ask her, what do I desire to do today? Or what do I desire to be today? How can I express myself today? How can I feel safe? What's the pleasure? What's the fun? What's the creativity? Whatever is perfect. And then you can wiggle your fingers and open your eyes and come back through the room. Mm. Nice, hey. Yeah, that was nice. I like feeling like like that shift of it behind. Yeah. So for any like women entrepreneurs, like that's something that I helps me when I want when I go out to do things that are more feminine because it's just about becoming feeling safe in your body, which is also encompassed by you know having a great routine, following through with what you say you're gonna do. So then the so then the feminine does feel safe. Because I know when I would be like, oh, yeah, I'll have time off. And I never had time off. No wonder my feminine didn't want to come out. She's like, are you going to fucking skip on me again? Or are you going to say what you're going to do? Like she's keeping score. You know, she's keeping score. So we want to make her feel safe to come out because we actually get to ebb and flow through those beautiful energies. And guys, the business will, will flourish when you can um, go through both. It's fucking amazing what can be created. Yeah. Beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I've absolutely loved this conversation a lot. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing all of it. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. It's hard gone so quick. It has, hasn't it? Can you let everyone know where they can find you and just repeat again the name of your podcast too so they can head over there? Yeah, perfect. So my name is Claudia Compton. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm going to start blasting my TikTok because... I love it over there. It's so much fun. And my podcast is called Return and Remember. The podcast app um, on Apple and Spotify. That's pretty much it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. I hope today's episode has inspired you and provided valuable insights to help you expand your mindset. Thank you for tuning in each week and being a part of my journey. If you loved this episode, go share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can see it. Your support and engagement towards this podcast means the world to me. Now, remember, the only limit you have is the one you place on yourself. So keep expanding. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be in your ears next Monday. 